Cutter Nation Pro Football Podcast. Yo, 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 what is going on? This is Tutter Nation Pro Football Podcast. And it's season three, boys. Yeah. Season three, take three. Scott's been <laughs> taking us three tries to finally get this up and running, but we're yeah, back. We've been, we've been having some technical difficulties, but we are back and let's get this going. But my name is Papa Tud. And uh, you know what? Let, let's, we're going to give, we're going to give some flowers. I've been dethroned. I've been dethroned at, in season two. It was, it was a, it was a, uh, it was tough. It was tough. It came down to the last game of the season. Um, and I've been dethroned and I, I, you know, I, I don't know how I feel about it. I went into that week. I went into the Super Bowl, um, with high hopes. I mean, the Rams were there and I was about to become reigning King Tud. I was about to become the first annual takes McGee. I was about to become uh, a couple weeks earlier. I, I lost Lord of the Leagues, but so so here it is. This is this is uh, give them their flowers. Noah, the genius, young no, Noah Stradamus himself. He uh, he is the new King Tud this year. Thank you. Give him some claps. Thank you. Thank give you. Some claps. It was a good season. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you guys don't know, we do. Um, we do tutter and shutters every week. We pick a team that we tutter, which means they're going to win. We pick a team that we shutter, which means they're going to lose. And at the end of the season, it, you throughout the entirety of the season, you can't pick the same team twice, right? Um, for each one. And Noah had the best record at the end of the season for picking tutters and shutters. So that's King Tud. Um, takes McGee. This is a, another great one uh, that we have. This is the person with the most true takes on the year and uh like i said (laughs) i was coming down to it and in the super bowl i think the last take we did that decided it all was um the the coin the coin toss was it going to be heads or tails i went uh tails never fails and it it failed you know so (sighs) that was your mistake man i'm bitter you could be sitting in this seat right now being takes mcgee i know but you like a fool went with tails (laughs) i know I know, and 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 I do it again. I would do it again. Uh, and yeah, so takes McGee. Father Alvarez is is now reigning. Takes McGee. First annual takes McGee. By the way, um, so that's cool. Father, give him a hand. Yeah, feeling good about it. Feeling good. Can't wait to put this crown back on at the end of the year. I'm also coming for the title of King Tud. Uh-oh. Catch me as the Lord of the League. Wow. I'm coming to win it all. <laughs> wow. Three, boys. And that's the last thing we got is Lord of the League. We have our own fantasy league. It is a dynasty type league where we actually keep three players every single time. Noah, Nostradamus, King Tud. He was Lord of the Leagues as well. So taking down, Noah's, taking Noah, down Michael Tud, Angelo. Yeah, you can't even call him Noah anymore. He's King Tud. King Tud is uh Man, he's 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 high right now. He is high right now. Um, he does have because it is like the Stanley Cup where like my name is still on the crown uh, as a former winner. So once the crown, once you have the crown, always it's like the presidency. You know, you never stop. You never you never just become you know Jimmy Carter. You're always president Jimmy Carter. Exactly. And so uh, it's enshrined. It's engraved on the on the trophy. Forever, it's engraved. And forever. if you haven't won King Tud yet, like you can't touch the crown. So Christian, mm-hmm. get your get your slimy paws off. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> these are new rules that you're making up on the spot right now. No, 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 no. We, no. we never, we never discussed this. But it's all fair rules, though. Like if you think about it. So that's yeah, fair. so that's that. But man, season three is going to be awesome. I can't wait to get um, more guests on the show. If you guys want to be a guest, come reach out to us on our social media. We're like we said, we're going to start putting out video. Um, gonna be you know more clips on Instagram. On we're gonna put it out on YouTube. So this is going to be a season for the ages. And uh, with that being said, hello and welcome to Tutanation Tea Time. Tutanation Tea Time, man. The tea today is straight from all over. United States, the continental United States, because we want to kind of go through uh, where are they now? 
And we ain't talking about like, where's Jermarcus Russell or where's uh, Vince Young. Like, we're not talking about where's Manti Teo. Where's Manti Teo? Where's his girlfriend? We're not talking about any of that, right? We're talking about, uh, (laughs) we're talking about the big free season acquisitions, if you will. Uh, and where are they? I mean, I, some of these names you start looking through, you're like, oh, shoot, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. And so this will be kind of good um, in the offseason kind of going through, you know, who are the big guys that left and and where are they now? I'm going to go. I'm going to go first. Where are they now? This one hits home for me. And I'm sure it hits home for uh, for King Tut as well. Bobby Wagner. Where is he now? He's on the L.A. Rams. That's huge. That's huge. That's huge. Bobby Wagner from the Seahawks to the Rams. It's kind of a little middle finger to the Seahawks. Oh, it absolutely, it hundred, it hundred percent, right? Is. Yeah, I mean, it was they did not part in good ways, and I mean, what you, what, like, I don't know what you expect. He could, he has the opportunity to play against the team that burned him a little bit and be near his hometown. In you know, for, he's from Ontario, so he could be in Southern California. It just you know makes sense that he would land and and have a chance at a Super Bowl again. So that's true. Sense. Hey, and if we run it back. We would be the first team to run it back since the Patriots back in like 0304. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not something that is even probable. It's not something that I, I even think can happen, but it can because the Patriots did it. But you know, I don't know. Like that that would be insane. If we if if we run it back, that would be insane. I'm glad that that was the person that you started with because honestly, I completely forgot about that. That's Let's what I'm face saying. It, some of this. We've been off the podcast game for so long that some of this tea is like months old. It's probably expired, yeah. right? Yeah. But yeah, man, Bobby Wagner going to the Rams. That's a, uh, like, that's not even, if you take a look at a lot of like top 10 moves in the off season, that doesn't even make the list, but that's a huge move for the Rams. Huge. So Dude, good on that. The, I mean, the Rams haven't had a middle linebacker like Bobby Wagner Literally since probably like James Laronitis and I even think Wagner's better than him, but yeah. that like the type of, of linebacker, our middle linebacker has been kind of a carousel over the years. And so this is something that's even going to be different for us. Now we got Aaron Donald, best player in the league. I'm putting it down there. I think he's the best player in the league. He's still there. He's still on the front lines. Bobby Wagner, probably top five inside linebacker in the league. Now we got him and then we got a probably top three debatable top two maybe cornerback in the league with Jalen Ramsey on the in the DB so at every level the Rams got a killer and it's it's gonna be fun do is there still a possibility of the Rams getting uh Odell did I I feel like I never heard where Odell is going did he He hasn't he hasn't gone anywhere and I have heard from Sean McVay uh that's that's something that uh, the reporters love asking him, you know, is Odell still have a place? And from Sean McVay's own mouth and from Les Snead, the GM, they said they're going to do everything in their power to get Odell back. He's still rehabbing. He's not going to be good, I think, until like week 10 or something like that anyway. So oh. it could be something where, you know, he's going to, I know Odell's going to sign with the team. Hopefully it could be with us, but maybe at that time, like maybe, you know, Van Jefferson takes a huge jump and maybe Allen Robinson's clicking on all. And maybe it's something where we're like, hey, we don't really need him. Because like throwing a guy like that in there, you know, or it could be at the perfect time where Robert Woods goes down and all of a sudden Odell, you know, helps us win a Super Bowl. So, yeah, I'm excited either way. Hey, you touched on uh, another move just now. Allen Robinson going to the Rams. Are you excited about that? I, I feel like Chicago Bears fans, I don't know if they're happy about it or sad about it, but uh, how, as a Rams fan, how are you feeling? Oh, dude, it's it's something I think that I don't think Allen Robinson has ever had a quarterback as good as Matt Stafford. I don't think Allen Robinson uh, gets the credit that he deserves. He is an amazing receiver. I remember when he was on Jacksonville and he was one of those guys that everyone was like, dang, this guy's really good. And like he he was on Jacksonville. Like, I want to throw that back Mm -hmm. out there. Then he goes to the Bears and he he was still really good on the Bears having, having thousand yard seasons. In a on a team where the quarterback total yardage was like three thousand something yards, you know what I mean? So he he yeah. is that good. He's one of the best receivers in the league, and I think we're gonna see that this year. Um, that he is one of the best receivers. I think he's gonna be a perfect complement to Cup, and he's gonna be like Odell. I mean, he's he, the catches that he can make is like Odell. Like I feel like 
that's why I'm kind of like, uh, do we really need Odell? Because I feel like Allen Robinson kind of fills that void. It's going to be interesting yeah. to see Allen Robinson going to a quarterback of Matt Stafford's caliber because we've already seen what it's like when, I mean, Odell, obviously when he was with uh, Eli Manning, we saw some amazing plays and some some greatness there. Obviously, when you, you know, the team he was on before the Rams was the Browns, definitely took a drop off in production, obviously when he went to the Rams. Huge. Dropping the Browns off at the, the toilet bowl. Exactly. Exactly. And... So looking at Allen Robinson, that's what I'm looking forward to most, seeing exactly, because his potential has already been incredible. He was great on the Bears without incredible quarterback play. But speaking of Odell's former team, the Browns, what I'm looking at for the offseason, probably the biggest, maybe the biggest move, I don't know, not for me maybe, but maybe league-wide biggest move. Uh, Last season, I guess, if you were were asking somebody, where is Deshaun Watson going to be a year from now? I would have said Nevada State Penitentiary. Yeah. He could be. He could be. He could have been a number of places. Honestly, he could have been completely irrelevant. But he's on the Cleveland Browns. He is set to be their starting quarterback uh, after an 11 game suspension. When he comes back, he's playing his old team, the Texans. Obviously, that was hey. done on purpose. Oh, done on. And and I want. I at some point we need to bring on Nate Lee because I took Nate out to for lunch the other day, and I was telling him he's like, oh, he got six games. It was right when he got the first six game ban from that judge or whatever. And I was like, nah, he ain't getting six. He's getting 11. And he's getting 11 because week 12 is against Houston. And I know Roger Goodell ain't going to let that go unseen, you know? And and then it comes out and it's exactly, it's like, oh, it's 11 game ban. I'm like, dude, you guys are so, you know, just, it's, it's so, all, it's all predictable, man. so predictable. It's not about, yeah. you know, 11 games equals 23 women assaulted. That doesn't make any sense. Um, uh, it kind of, to me, like they, they, I mean, they were saying, oh, we threw the book at him because the, the, the longest that anyone's ever been suspended for a nonviolent sexual assault was Ben Roethlisberger, and it was three games. But if you look at it, Ben Roethlisberger sexually assaulted one person. Not to say that it's better, but it was one person in yeah. a uh, in a bathroom <clears throat> stall, and it was debatably consensual i don't know but the thing is uh this is like 23 women so you're looking at like a 69 yeah. game suspension yeah i'm saying if the longest is three and it was for one and you're trying to throw the book at him why not multiply that by you know 23 i mean that makes sense to me but no we just doubled it to six and then roger goodell is like oh it can't be six that's ridiculous it's 23 women. Let's 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 make it 11 randomly, you know? No, week 12s <laughs> against the Texans. That's weird. Yeah, that whole situation is just crazy, man. And I think uh I think everyone's kind of on the same page as far as how they feel about Deshaun Watson. I think that was pretty evident in uh the first week of the preseason with Jaguars versus Browns and uh you know, the Jaguars had some uh <laughs> choice words. Yeah. Some choice words. For uh, Mr. Deshaun Watson, uh, but I think yeah. that's kind of how the whole league feels at this point. Yeah, that's how the whole season's going to go. Everywhere he goes, there's going to be that those chants, and um, I think you know, in in a way, rightfully so, and also in a way, you know, hopefully he has changed. Hopefully he doesn't, you know, hopefully there really is a, a change of what what he's been doing and a change of heart, and hopefully, um, you know, they're not ever putting those, you know, women aren't putting that situation again with him, um, but. You know, at the at it's sports are better when there's someone to hate. And I say that, you know, I I'm not a hateful person, but when I get into sports, like I love hating people like I almost love hating uh, sports people more than I love cheering for my own team. And that sounds weird, but like it's almost true. Like I almost like watching the Dodgers lose more than I will like watching the Angels win. I almost like watching which doesn't happen often. So both and both of those scenarios so i I, in baseball is hard to watch for me but i almost like watching the 49ers and seahawks lose better than i like watching the rams win like it's almost that level i don't i don't know what it is i don't know if i'm a sick sick person inside but i think it has something to do with you get satisfaction along with a little along with a little bit of like i don't know anger or something there's something in there and it's like something additional that i just like yeah, no, it's like yeah. you you watch it's if your team wins, 
it's almost like that can be taken away from you if all the teams in your division win that week or something. They're keeping pace. But if they lose, you know, worst case scenario, even if you lose your next game, like you're just going to be still in, in the running with right. them. It's almost like this right. relief kind of feeling. So I, I get it. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Hey, uh, Noah, can I get a take in here real quick while we're still talking about the Browns? <clears throat> give me a take. Hey, give me a take. I want to hear a take from Tutter Nation. Let's go. All right. I've been thinking long and hard about this, guys. Uh, with everything going on with the Deshaun We're still talking Watson. about Deshaun Watson? Long- Wait, what do you mean? situation i should probably choose my words more wisely but yes yes i have uh so jacoby brissett is the browns backup qb uh, to deshaun watson Mm -hmm. and uh i don't know about you guys but i'm a i'm a jacoby brissett stan right like i i like the guy i think he did good when he was with the colts who was he with before that like the steelers or something like that for a bit patriots feel like he's Patriots. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he got drafted the by the Patriots. He in filled in for uh, Tom Brady when he was serving his serving his Deflate Gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah four game, I, four game ban, four game ban for deflating are, footballs. Three game ban for raping a girl in a bathroom stall. Just saying, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah, pretty awful. But Jacoby Brissett, good guy, good quarterback. Yeah, I I think he's gonna have uh, more wins than losses in this eleven game stretch. Uh, six and five as the Browns starter. Yeah. At least six and five, if right. not more, even just looking at their schedule. I mean, they're starting up against the Panthers. I think that's a W for Jacoby Brissett. Then they play the Jets. That's a W. The Steelers, that's a W. The Falcons. I think the Browns could actually start four and oh, honestly, uh, with Jacoby Brissett under the helm. And then they got the Chargers. I think they're going to lose that one, but. Yeah, they I, uh, have a very favorable season in the beginning, which is they do questionable how that happened. That's fair. You think it's more uh, more politics? I don't know, man. I mean, uh, no, I, I would like to think not, but it does seem weird that they're. You look at their schedule, you're like, hey, there was supposed to be a six game ban, and their first six games that looks like they could be four and two, five and one. You know what I mean? Without Deshaun sure. Watson, nobody comes back. But then you know they put it out to eleven, so I guess. It is what it is, but no, yeah, I agree. I think uh, I think Jacoby Brissett's actually a pretty good backup quarterback. I think he's a backup quarterback that can come in and win you games. I don't think he should be a starter in the league, but I think any team would love to have Jacoby Brissett in the on the backup in case things like this happen. I think he can keep a team afloat, keep a team alive, and that's what he did with the Colts. And that's what he did with. Uh, that's really what he's done everywhere he's been with the Patriots. I think he was two and zero. In Tom Brady's uh, absence, because I think they also did, they did a weird thing where like Julian Edelman played quarterback one of the games and he lost. He, w- they were talking about putting him in. It never came to that, but yeah, it was because like Tom Brady was suspended, and then Jimmy G got hurt, and then Jacoby Brissett got hurt, and they're yeah. like, "Who knows how to play quarterback?" All right, Edelman, Edelman, <laughs> get let's ready, go. man. Yeah, let's up. Oh. It ended up being like Stidham or something, and he lost. But yeah, because I think the Patriots went three and one in Tom Brady's absence. I want to say Brissett got at least one or two of those victories. Um, yeah. And then uh, yeah, so and then when Andrew Luck went down, he came in for the Colts and kept them going pretty well. So I do think Brissett has the ability. He's smart enough. He has the ability to run uh, the offense, and I think that uh, yeah, it's going to be good. It's a good take, man. Jacoby Brissett is one of those backup quarterbacks that everybody knows who he is, but nobody knows where he is until his QB one goes down. And I was hearing a lot of uh, a lot of rumors. And actually, it, Vegas had the betting odds way high on this. This was a leading team for uh, one Jimmy Garoppolo to go to. Uh, and now, I think that's kind of like the at least what I'm seeing a lot of buzz around the NFL right now is where is Jimmy G going to end up. Yeah, yeah he's still on the 49ers, right? Yeah. He is. Like, yeah. He is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. where he would go. I don't really even know what team could use him. I mean, I think I think Jimmy G's gonna possibly get traded before the trade deadline, maybe mid season, maybe, or I mean it's an interesting it's a really interesting situation because there's a lot of like salary cap, I guess, to pay if you trade for him or if 
the Niners don't get rid of him at a certain time. So it's almost like the Niners are playing a game of chicken with, any, I guess, anybody else who wants him. Right now, the Vegas has the betting odds as the most likely team to get him uh, is the Seahawks, then the Dolphins, then the Texans, I believe, right now. So those are the top three. I guess I don't know when. I guess maybe when the news about their confidence in Jacoby Brissett came out, the Browns were limited from that running. But that's what it's looking like right now. Um, I don't know what to expect. I, I would love to see the Seahawks. I mean, no, stop, stop. I, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I almost never said that statement before in my life, besides lose every game uh, yeah. after that. Um, but I would love to see what the 49ers record and how that affects this because people don't give Jimmy G enough credit. I know Jimmy G is not flashy. I know that he, but he wins games. He's taken them to a Super Bowl. Last year, he was one drive away from the Super Bowl again. He took out Aaron Rodgers, the two-time reigning MVP. I mean, Jimmy G is a winner. I don't care what anyone says. He's a winner and he, you know, he's good at football. Like <laughs> he doesn't, again, his stats don't show it. Never draft him in fantasy, but that dude wins games and I don't, you know, I think they're trying to go find the next guy, but you know, if Trey Lance isn't that guy, if Trey Lance starts the season, you know, two and four, would they, you know, they're, they're supposed to be one of the teams at the end that has a chance to go all the way. But I think that's with Jimmy G. I don't think that's with Trey Lance. I think if they use Trey Lance all year, I think they might not make the playoffs or they might barely make it into the playoffs. I wonder how interesting it will be if around game six, if their record's three and three or two and four, I wonder if they go back to Jimmy G. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what you got to look at because, I mean, I'll, we'll touch on, on this other quarterback later, but there's been quarterbacks in the league where, you know, they make a Super Bowl or they take their team pretty far, but it's because they don't, I guess they don't win the Super Bowl that they try to go with another option. Obviously, you know, the Rams did that and Matthew Stafford and that totally paid off. This is a rookie. This is a guy we haven't seen in, in really much of an NFL game. I've seen, we've seen him a couple snaps, a couple parts of games. I think he maybe came in for one full game. Wasn't super impressed. I think he's got a lot of talent, especially in the preseason. But uh, yeah, I, I totally see your point. I mean, I know that they're afraid to, to lose out on a lot of salary cap if they keep him on too long, but that is something to think about if they start struggling with Trey Lance. I feel like what people mostly remember from Jimmy G's like tenure in in forty or in San Francisco is the fact that he missed the super important pass in the Super Bowl, and that that honestly might be why they lost the Super Bowl. And the way they got to the Super Bowl wasn't by his arm; it was by their by the running run. game. Yeah, that yeah. is true. So, that is true. You know, people can kind of downgrade or just degrade Jimmy G and say, oh yeah, like they made it to the Super Bowl, but it had nothing to do with Jimmy G. But I don't know if I'm a Seahawks fan, I'm kind of looking at Jimmy G and Drew Locke and saying, I think I'd prefer Jimmy G, right? At least you got a guy who has a good track track record of winning compared to like, Uh, I'll be honest. Jimmy G does not go to the Seahawks. (laughs) I think, I think Jimmy G is a good quarterback and I don't want him in the NFC West anymore. So I hope that the San Francisco 49ers trade him to Miami. I hope, you know, he takes Tua's job and then Tua can become the Rams backup quarterback or something. I don't know. <laughs> It'd be nice. Uh, I'd be surprised. I feel like it would be better for him to go, or well, better for the Texans to pick him up than the Dolphins. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of buzz about the Dolphins being excited about Tua. It could all be just smoke, you know, it could be nothing, but who who's uh, the starting quarterback for the Texans right now? Is it still uh, Davis Mills? Davis Mills, yeah. yeah. Mills. But it's like the the Dolphins have so many pieces in place. Like they they're like ready to, I think, really make a run at a championship um, on so many levels. The only question mark that I see is like Tua, and I love Tua, but I, I could see Jimmy G going there simply like for the for the Dolphins being like, hey, we're still going to ride with Tua. But worst case scenario, if he's not cutting it, we have this guy Jimmy G that that can probably fill in this gap and, and make us a complete team. There's two things you said there that make me think of two more acquisitions. One of them was Dolphins having things in place. Tyreek Hill coming over from Kansas City to the Dolphins. That's going to be awesome. The other thing, um, and that'll probably help to hopefully get him, you know, some shots deep. I think uh, um, the other thing that you said was ride with him. And that makes me think of Russell Wilson, Bronco Country's Let's Ride. Oh, man, where do we start? Uh, But there's, yeah. there's a lot of pain in both of these, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm rooting for the Tyreek Hill one. 
Noah's hurting for the rust one. It's I think so hard Tyree to Kill leaving KC to me. I don't think they should have let that happen. I think Tyreek Hill, I get it. Like it's hard to pay wide receivers that much money. I do think like Valdez Scantling was a nice pickup for you guys. I do think he's going to be nice. Um, Juju. Honestly though, like Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, you don't need any other receivers. That's, and that's what Kansas city has shown. When you have those guys, you can throw literally a bag of a bag of poop out there and the bag of poop will pick up a couple yards because that's just what happens when you have those two guys. You have to double Hill. You have to double Kelsey. Okay, that's four guys on the defense that you have to double. And then you're literally just telling the other receivers, like, please do something. And I think that's what Kansas City has been really good at. And I think if there's one knock against um, Jackson Mahomes' brother is that uh, <laughs> he doesn't take those little dump-offs to the bag of poop receivers, and he always is trying to go deep to – uh, Tyreek Hill and he's always trying to go make the huge plays to Travis Kelsey sometimes that works out really well for him and he looks like a genius and I think sometimes if there's one knock against him I think there's really open receivers that aren't those two guys that he could throw the ball to and, and get nine yards or get seven yards and he chooses to go yeah. to them. now without Hill I wonder if he starts opening that more. Maybe, maybe uh, Patrick Mahomes becomes a better quarterback this year because now he's four and I think I'm, I want to say the same thing with Aaron Rodgers Losing Devontae Adams, which is another big one, Devontae Adams to Las Vegas, he's going to have to use his other receivers. He's going to have to use Lazard. And I think Lazard's a pretty good receiver, but he, he doesn't use him very often. But now he has to. You know, I think Mahomes and Rodgers are very good quarterbacks, two of the best in the league, that are going to have to use some of their other guys because of their receivers leaving in the offseason. And I think that they might actually both be better off for it. Yeah, I totally agree. I think people kind of figured out or people knew when they played the Chiefs, okay, we're going after Tyreek Hill or we're going after Travis Kelsey. But now it's like, who are they going to go after? You know, Travis Kelsey, obviously people are going to still have to double him, but are you going to, you know, really try to stop Juju? Are you going to try to stop Marquez? Are you going to try, try to stop Mikol when he comes back? Are you going to try to stop the new rookie receiver, Sky Moore, who's looking pretty good? Like there's, so many potential weapons that like ah, it, it's it, who's going to be that guy to step into Tyreek's role. You know, you just don't know. There's so, a, there's it'll be a, exciting to watch. Yeah. There's a couple wide receivers that, that like, I, I can't credit their success in like to quarterback play really. And that's like, and one of those guys is, uh, you know, Tyreek kill. I think Mahomes is one of the best in the league, but I think that Tyreek could just, he just creates so much separation. He's so quick. He's so dominant that I'm not worried about him. Like I picked him up in one of my fantasy leagues. Cause I'm, I'm just not worried about, his production, you know, taking like a huge drop, even with someone like Tua. Like, I think that it, his production is going to take a little bit of a drop because he doesn't have a Holmes. But at the same time, there's not Kelsey that he's going to be sharing those receptions with. So he, he's just so dominant. Devontae Adams is so dominant. Um, and that, I guess that's naturally when I look at the NFC, look at the AFC West, I see Kansas City maybe losing a couple pieces and all the other teams gaining pieces. It gives me a little bit of concern. Um, of course, it's the Chiefs, so we'll we'll see we'll see what happens with them because they they just they dominate no matter what. But man, the AFC West, adding Devontae Adams and, and Chandler Jones to uh, the Raiders, uh, Chargers, they got J.C. Jackson, um, and that's now, a big and, one. And the bro- big. it's huge. Khalil Mack, dude. And Khalil Mack. And Khalil Mack. And then maybe the biggest move somehow the biggest move is the Broncos getting Russell Wilson. It's just an insane division. I don't want any part of it. But the Broncos getting Russell Wilson is just. I mean, I I love Russ. Obviously, as as a as a Seahawks fan, I hate him right now too. So I I'm can't I can't wait to see that division, but especially how Russ takes the Broncos, Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick, Cortland Sutton uh, to the next level. I think some honorable mentions uh, there. Um, I mean, well, be- before I say that, I think I'm I want to I want to just comment on. I think the AFC West is the best division of football. And I think the Chiefs, I get what everyone's saying, but I think a lot of it is hype. And I don't think the Chiefs really have too much to worry about besides the Chargers. I feel like, and I mean, maybe maybe the Chargers in Denver. I don't know. I don't know how Denver's going to all, all, all go out. I think they could be great because I think Russell Wilson's a, a genie. But 
I feel like the Chargers could win the division if Herbert takes another step forward this year. I think it's going to be pretty hard to beat them. And I also, but but uh, the only thing I want to say is that the best coach in the NFL, debatably, is Andy Reid. Like he, and, and, you know what I mean, and his defense, Bill Belichick, dude, he's literally amazing. He's been amazing for decades now, and he's taken his teams to the top on numerous times. And I just feel like Andy Reid is the deciding factor in that division. I think that you have the quarterback, you have the guys losing Tyron Matthew. I think is going to hurt a little bit. I think he went to new Orleans. Um, that's going to hurt, but, and then losing Tyreek Hill might be a little different, but I do think with the mind of Andy Reid running, like coaching is so important in the NFL. Um, I just think yeah. that that's going to be something that I don't know. I think they're still going to replace, they replaced uh Tyron Matthew with Justin Reed, who's also another stud. So, yeah, he's good. you know, I'm not too worried about the safety position, but, but yeah, like you were saying though, there's a ton of other honorable mentions guys that, you know, we don't have uh, enough time to really dive deep into today, but Matt Ryan to the Colts, Matt Ryan, Colts get Von, better. Von Miller going to the bills. Yeah, that's big. He's chasing that ring. AJ Brown to the Eagles. How are you guys feeling about that one? I'm here for it. I'm excited for it. I'm excited about it. I got him on my keeper. Keeper league. Let's see how he does. Uh, Amari yeah. Cooper to the Browns. Ooh, I did that one will be interesting. Uh, Russell Gage to the Tampa Bay. Tom Tom Brady's team and Julio Jones and Julio Jones. That could be that could be good. Oh, uh, how about what's his name? Um, Christian Kirk to Jacksonville. Yep, that's that's a little something. That's a little different. Good um, for Trevor Lawrence. Oh, Marquise Brown to uh, the Cardinals, leaving the Ravens. That's a big one. That's true. Kyler, That's true. Kyler Murray, Baby Yoda. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, there, 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 there was a lot of trades this, or there was a lot of acquisitions, a lot of things that happen, um, that are pretty crazy. That I'm looking at this list, I'm just like, holy moly! Like, even Marcus Mariota is going to be a starting quarterback again in the league. How about that? Yeah, going over to the Falcons. Carson Wentz going over to uh, the Washington Commies. <laughs> you know they're. Uh, they're, they're, they seem to be pretty excited about him. Tom we'll Brady retiring and then unretiring and staying with the Buccaneers. That was a whole like wild, you know. And that week. was a, de- a debacle too because apparently there was a bunch of like tampering stuff that went on because Miami got hit with it. And, like, he was trying to go to Miami. He was also trying to become part owner of the Dolphins and play for the team at the same time. I don't know if you guys heard about that. I didn't hear about that. That somehow fell through. Um, and then, uh, Dana white the other day had an interview where he was Dana white, the dude, the UFC guy, Yeah, he was talking about, um, how he has inside information that said that Tom Brady was seconds away from signing with Las Vegas Raiders, um, before he went to Tampa Bay and John Gruden ended up saying no. And it was a it, it was going to be Tom Brady and Gronk to Las Vegas. Mm. Gruden said no, and he said we're sticking with Derek Carr. And then it was funny because a couple of years I don't know if you remember this, but a couple of years ago Tom Brady went on the Shop, which is a LeBron James show, and he was talking about it. And he said in there, he said there was one team that I was going to go to. They pulled their offer last second, and I said you guys are really going to stay with this MFR, And he like said, <laughs> said on the thing. So like this MFR is talking about Derek Carr. Wow. <laughs> so Tom Brady and Derek Carr have a beef. I guess <laughs> so. Dude, put some respect on Derek Carr's name. Right? He's a good quarterback, man. <laughs> you guys are really Come about on. to stay with this MFR. No, you know who Brady really has beef with now is David Carr. The big Derek Carr's yeah. biggest fan of all time. David Carr himself. I mean, do you think anyone likes David Carr as much as David Carr likes Derek Carr? Mm. That's the real question. I mean, he was drafted high. Yeah. I, was he first pick? He might he might he might have been first all overall pick to Houston, right? Yeah. Yeah. What a what a disappointment that I know. was. I mean he's a good looking guy. He's got a good career at NFL network and he gets to watch his brother play football. So you know But he is biased. He oh absolutely is. He said the MVP of the year was Derek Carr. Yeah, that was the only vote for Derek Carr. <laughs> it's like, how do they keep letting this guy be an analyst when yeah. you know 
if even if you, even if they're ranking top five running backs, Derek Carr is going to be in that top five somewhere on David Carr's list. <laughs> He's a dual threat quarterback, man. <laughs> Watch out for him, dude. Yeah, at this point. David Carr might need to be stripped of his voting abilities yeah. until he can show that he can use his brain and not his heart. He gets on every list, but Derek Carr does got a new haircut. He's he got rid of the buzz. You see that? Does he get the same thing as uh, uh, Mark Davis? What does Mark Davis have? Just the straight line across his middle that, of his like, forehead. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Just goes <laughs> just straight. He's got bangs. Dude. <laughs> He's like, I think he has the the shot the side shaved mullet thing where Ooh. it's like some on top and then I think he just he just shaves the side not the back I think is what I saw at least at the draft. That sounds kind of hot. Yeah. So that sounds pretty nice. I think 40 30% of Las Vegas Raiders footage game footage should be the press box footage of mark davis just watching the game put a little game in the bottom right hand corner but like the main screen is just mark davis watching the game <laughs> reverse of what instead of the reaction at the in the bottom left yeah no they they did that i think it was the hall of fame game they raiders were in it and i was watching a little bit of it i didn't watch much because that game needs to die like the hall of fame game sucks i never watch it yeah it's does the, anyone watch it <laughs> dude it's the first game every year so like it makes me want to watch Exactly. It's the Raiders. It was the Raiders and who? The Raiders and Steelers, right? Uh, or was that last year? Raven Jaguars. Sorry, Raiders Jaguars. Uh, it was bad. Yeah, Cowboys Steelers last year. That was it. Yeah, it was bad. There's like no stakes, right? Like the game just literally doesn't matter. Well, yeah, it's like I mean, scrimmage. It's like most of the preseason. What I want to see for a Hall of Fame game is get the Hall of Famers in there. Mm. You have to be in the Hall of Fame for at least twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> and strap on some pads <laughs> and, and get out there. I can't wait to see Tom Brady at 80 years old still and, slinging the rock yeah. in the Hall of Fame game, man. Dude, I mean, he, awesome. he might still be in the NFL. I don't know. Who like, I, I want to see. I want to see. I want to see Mike Singletary try to tackle Barry Sanders. Ooh. I want to see that. I would watch it. I would watch it. Yeah, that I would think, make the game so much more entertaining. <laughs> oh. Why haven't they done this yet? I don't know. Noah, you might need to go back and work for <laughs> NFL again because hey, they need these ideas. We got, we still got a correspondent over there. We got Michael Michelangelo working over there, there now. So he's oh, gonna be an inside he? guy. Yep, yep, he's the inside now. That's we cool. always got our scoop. Yep. Who was that dude that hated you over there? Um, gosh, who was it? It was. Oh, 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 uh, Greg Rosenthal. Greg Rosenthal. Me and Greg Rosenthal have a beef still. Yeah. So, Greg, if you're listening to this, which I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> come find me and we'll fight i'm gonna get micah to put some stuff in his coffee yes please yeah. a little uh a uh, little poop juice <laughs> yeah just greg though just greg because dan hansis he's the man oh yeah yeah, yeah. dan good, hansis is great good old zeus love, yeah love zeuser yeah he's great but, but greg uh, stay out of my face yeah greg. <laughs> greg you better better watch your step better not see you on the streets yeah better greg. not see you all up in my mentions <laughs> i'll fight you um, but yeah, if I see him on the streets, I'd be like, Oh my hey, God, it's Greg, Greg Rosenthal. Rosenthal. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, no, I mean, this off season was, I felt like it was a pretty good off season. It was one of those football really does rule the world. Um, and when I say that I'm being honest, like even worldwide, I guess soccer rules the world. But, like, when you really start understanding sports for what they really are, even people in England are like, oh, football is better. American football. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but, like, that. Hey, really quick. Speaking of, speaking of football taking over the world. Yeah. We got our first German game, right? Yeah. Germany. That's coming up this year? Yes. Dude. That's sick. Football just keeps getting bigger. Keeps getting bigger. bigger. The XFL launched this offseason. Did did you guys watch any of that? Nope. Nope. It was, was okay. I was going to before COVID hit, and I was like, Seattle Dragons gonna follow that team, and then COVID hit, yep. and I didn't. And know. then the XFL went away, and then they brought it back. Yep. Um. Yeah. Wait, no, no, no. It wasn't the XFL. It was the USFL. Oh no! There's been yeah. so many. Yeah. I did see some of that. So many different leagues coming up that uh, it's hard to keep them all straight. Yeah, I mean, I think if they're really gonna do this well, 
I think the way baseball does it is actually kind of cool. And the way basketball does it now where they actually have like farm teams that you can send your players down to, like, instead of having the practice squad, you should have another league where they're just playing against each other. All the practice squads are playing. I don't know why they can't do that. They should be able to. I mean, I believe the MVP already got signed to a team. Like, um, I mean, there are some dominant players in the USFL because it's, it's guys, it's guys who just didn't get a fair shake maybe in the NFL that actually belong there. I mean, that, just, that's where that one guy came from. Uh, he played a couple games in the NFL last season. Started quarterback for the Panthers. I can't remember his name. Kyle Allen? The guy? No, he's he's a black dude. Uh, shoot. Don't the remember. guy on the uh, Cowboys who just had those uh, that monster game with the punt return for a touchdown and kick return for a touchdown. Was he on the USFL? Oh, you, and the new running back guy? Um, yeah, yeah. Zeke better watch out. He might out. not be. Zeke better stop but, uh, e- eating so much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there were some good uh, USFL guys who were going to the NFL. So, it, I mean, we're kind of getting a feeder league, you know, and then the XFL starts up next year. So, yeah, no, it's but it's nice to kind of have some football year round. Yeah, no, I was saying like even the the free agency news and the draft news, even though the draft wasn't like too big this year. And I think the reason for that, I think the draft was fine. I think a lot of teams got better. I think that it seems like it wasn't that good because there was no high profile quarterbacks. Cause there was a lot of good receivers that went. There was a lot of good defenders and, and offensive linemen that got draft. I mean, the Seahawks got a nice offensive yeah, lineman. Charles Cross. Yeah, no, he, I mean, I feel like he's going to be good. So I feel like the draft in general was fine. Aiden Hutchinson's going to be a beast. Oh. I mean, from what they've been showing on Hard Knocks, and yeah. I get it, Hard Knocks makes every team look like they're a Super Bowl contender. Right. Every time I watch Hard Knocks, I'm like, wow, they're really going to do yeah. it. They're going to go all the way this year. Yeah. I mean, this does feel kind of like a special Lions team in some ways, just because you got like Dan Campbell. It's hard not to love the guy. I I don't know if who can watch Hard Knocks and come away not being a Dan Campbell fan. I, that's actually, believe it or not, my wife, Troy's sister, um, actually has brought up multiple times like she's the one who suggests that we watch it because of dan because she loves dan campbell because she loves how <laughs> much he go. loves his team and that he cries for his team so she's actually been the one who's, who suggests that we watch it and so she's invested in it i mean i love the team i love i love i'm on satan brown i love yeah. uh deandre swift um that linebacker that uh Malcolm the, the rodriguez that yeah Dude, rodrigo yeah he's a monster rodrigo he's a monster and you got tj hawkinson um, I mean, you just, I don't know, it seems, it feels like a special team, but again, hard knocks does that. Um, but also I was watching that Lions preseason game and Hutch, like Hayden Hutch, Aiden Hutchinson, dude, he, he's a beast. He's, a beast. he's, he's going to be, he, he's like a, he was a can't miss. Like the, the drafting him, it's like drafting Bosa or, you know, one of these guys you're just like, yeah, like, you know, in college they're, they're the guy. And then totally. they come up to the NFL and they're the guy. I feel like that was such a great pick. Um, but dude, who was Josh Reynolds? Did you remember? <laughs> yeah, Josh Reynolds. Josh dude. Reynolds. He's great. He's like he, he's been the guy before Hard Knocks came out. Even like that, everyone was saying keep an eye on this guy. He's so fast. He's fast. He's got great he's got hands. hands. He's got the chemistry with golf already. He does so. Both of them were on the Rams back in the day, and I always loved that connection too. But dude, what was that nickname that that he gave him in the huddle? He was like, "Break us out." The Serpent of Death. Do you oh, remember that? Is that what uh, Jamal uh, Williams called him? <laughs> no, it was Dan Dan Campbell. He said, where's where's that guy? The oh. Serpent of Death. And then <laughs> Josh Reynolds comes up and breaks him <laughs> out. I'm like, what? Like, how did how did he get that nickname, The Serpent of Death? Because that's... <laughs> I want that nickname. Yeah, that's a good nickname to have. Jeez, what a great... Um, but yeah, next week we're actually going to do, uh, on the episode next week, like a, a, a draft of Dan Campbell quotes from hard knocks and I guess from his life in general. Yeah. So if we find any quotes when he's like 10 years old, let's bring those up. Um, but yeah, that's my gonna- new, uh, my new goal in life is to get a nickname given to me by Dan Campbell. And I will only <laughs> be referred to that, oh. <laughs> referred to as that nickname for the rest of my life. Dude, how wait. electric would that be? If you're just one of the guys on the team, like you're just Josh Reynolds hoping to make the squad. And then Dan Campbell's like, hey, break us out, serpent of death. And you're like looking around and you're like, pointing, me? like, me? Me? Yeah, that's, that's me. me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the serpent of death. I'm the serpent of death. <laughs> Jeez, man. What a great. No, but yeah, that's been awesome. Um, 
But, dude, speaking of football taking over the world, like I've been trying to speak of for a while, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> the Christmas Day football schedule. Oh. By the way, I don't know if anyone knows this, but Christmas Day, there's a bunch of football, which is awesome because that doesn't happen. No, that, that doesn't happen. Last year, there, there was one or two games. I remember because I was working those games. I was just alone at my desk, grinding away. So I'm glad <laughs> I don't have to be there for all. How many games are there? I mean, Christmas is on a Sunday. Oh, so they're going like full fledged. <laughs> yeah, we're just going for it. But uh, dude, the Christmas Day football schedule is electric. And when I say is it like it is great. Uh, you look it up. I mean, but the funniest part was I started looking through it. Every single Christmas Day basketball game that they have, there's also that team those teams are like playing against each other in football no way so it's totally gonna just like destroy the basketball ratings and christmas day is like basketball's day kind of wish i had the tractor beam (laughs) right that's a weird coincidence that's it's weird it's like it's like the rams are playing against uh like i i can't i can't remember what but like the rams are playing the lakers are playing the the packers are playing the Bucks are playing, so it's it's like, and it's literally like the games are like similar times, and they're just trying to take like the NFL just did that to take all the NBA's fans, because you know if someone's sitting in in Wisconsin, and the Bucks are playing on Christmas Day and the Packers are playing on Christmas Day, you know who they're no going to watch. Contest. All the Bucks fans are also Packers fans. There's no like I don't feel like there's, you know, in some some cities it might be there might be basketball fans or football fans, but like you know in Wisconsin everyone's a Packers fan. That's just a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. So I think that's just hilarious that like That's crazy. I don't really yeah, Christmas on a Sunday. I mean that's happened before, I'm sure, but Yeah, every seven years almost. It looks like most (laughs) of the games are gonna be on Christmas Eve. They've got December twenty fourth is eleven games, which is crazy. On a Saturday. That many games on a Saturday. Wow. But uh yeah, they've got three games on Christmas Day. Packers versus Dolphins, Broncos versus Rams, and Bucks versus Cardinals. So that'll be sweet. And I think I want to I want to say one of like the it's like Bucks Suns and like like it's literally <laughs> like like it's crazy they they just they just stole their fire and it's like the games are at the same time. Do you think they're gonna travel together and fly in the same plane? They should teams. Yeah. All right. Well, before we end out here, we got to give some takes. Give me a take. Hey, give me a take. I want to hear a take from Tornation. Jeez, that's just great. That's just great. Uh, we need to get uh, EE back on the show too. Yeah. Bubbles. Yeah. Um, My take for the season, I don't know if I've said it. I've said it. I've said this before out loud. I can't remember. I, I don't, it probably wasn't on Tornation. Um, <clears throat> but here's my take. You the, told, I think. I think. Okay. I think you told me this, but I might have told you in person. Yeah. The first game of the season mm-hmm. is going to be the last game of the season. <laughs> They're just gonna cut right. the season right there. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I know what he's saying. Is, yeah, I know what he's saying. Yeah. Rams, Rams, Bills, Rams, Bills start off the season, and I'm calling Rams, Bills, Super Bowl. I think, again. Like I've said already in this episode, Rams running it back would be insane. If there was a team to run it back, I don't know why it can't be this Rams team. I mean, I think we got stronger over the offseason. The only thing that happened is we lost Andrew Whitworth, but I could actually argue that it's not that big of a loss just because like losing Whitworth three or four years ago would be a huge loss. He's been losing a step every single year for the last like three years. So I don't know how, you know, he was a great guy to have, but. We lost one more offensive lineman, so there's two like different offensive linemen there, which could be huge. Who knows? But like our defense got way better. Um, our coaching staff stayed very similar, mm-hmm. which is kind of new for us, I guess. I would say. Um, but yeah, Rams, Rams, Bills, Super Bowl, first game, last game. I don't know if that's ever happened. I don't think so. I don't think it's happened. I could see are that. You, happening. Uh, are you thinking the Rams are going to win? Are you thinking the Rams are going back to back, or are the Bills going to take you guys? And are you going to make it part of your take, or are you just are you calling the matchup? The matchups, my take. 
my heart obviously wants to say the Rams can win, but if I had to pay, if I had to put my David Carr <laughs> bias aside, <laughs> I would probably say my pick for the Super Bowl champion this year is the the Buffalo Bills. All right, it's their time. It's, I would, I think, I would agree. I think, I think they, it's their time to win it all. But man, what a good game that would be. <sighs> I'm excited for game one, dude. Yeah. That's going to be an electric game yeah, one. I don't think it'll disappoint at all. Yeah. Thursday night football. How Like, that is going to be the best Thursday night football game all year. Oh, yeah. Thursday night football usually is a toilet bowl. Yeah. No, that's usually the throwaway of the prime time. Yeah. They look at the schedule that week and they're like, what game don't we want to watch? Let's throw a Thursday night football, which is insane that, like, come on. Like, I, that's a beef I actually have with Roger Goodell and whoever makes the schedules. <laughs> Roger's the one calling the shots. <laughs> that's the that. beef I have with them. <laughs> you have so many great games. I mean, the game of the weeks, the four o'clock games, or, or for everyone else, like the one o'clock games on the East Coast, there's three of those games or four of those games. And, like, mo- usually two or three of them are really good games. Mm-hmm. Like let's just take one of those, put them there. Take one, take the third, the one you, the one you guys are gonna schedule Thursday night, and just hide it there, or hide it in the ten o'clock hour when there's a bunch of games going on, yeah. and no one cares. Like, Absolutely, throw it where there's nine or ten games going on at a time. Why do you always have to take the Jets and Jaguars and put them? On Thursday night in prime time when no one wants to watch that. That's hilarious because when you said the garbage, he's Jets and Jags, Jets and Jags, the ones I thought of. Like, come on! Like, I mean, if it was up to me, like, I mean, NBA, MLB, they have games every day. I would, I would love to see. I mean, this would be too tough for recovery for the players. But every night, have a different game, and then Sunday, spread them out, like, where you don't have to choose between two games to watch. That's what I like. To I see. mean, during COVID, it kind of was like that, right? Like they were doing like. Makeup games on Monday, makeup games on Tuesday. There were t- there were times when you'd wake up and regardless of what day it was, you were going to watch an NFL game, which was awesome. But yeah, that was pretty sweet. I remember they had a Tuesday night game because yeah. like the Steelers had like a bunch of COVID cases yeah. or something, but they still aired it like it was the Sunday night game. So, so like, like Sunday all night of the graphics said Sunday night football <laughs> on Tuesday night. I was like, what day is it? <laughs> I'm so lost because it's like. It's like their show isn't like just called night football. Like they like <laughs> legally, like their show yeah, is called they have to, Sunday, Sunday night, night football. football. And Karen Dewitt has to sing the song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a fact. Waiting all day for a Sunday night on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think her song is going to be this year? Because she's done it the last like three years. Yeah. You think they they obviously signed her again? Oh, totally. Yeah. I, I thought they. I thought it's just been the same song. Have they been changing? No, it every, every year, year it's a new I, song, isn't it? They re-recorded at least. It might be the same that it might be that melody every year. But she oh, says, it, "I thought I, I could have sworn it was a different song." I mean, she she records every primetime game before the season, so that they with can different do lyrics. Yeah, like but the, it's the same waiting sure, all dude. day for a Sunday night. Yeah, I'm not paying attention <laughs> at all because she'll be like. And Pat Fryermuth catching the balls like she's. <laughs> <laughs> she uses like players' names and stuff. Does she not, or am uh, I tripping? I mean, I like that you went with I know Pat Fryer. Me of all of the NFL stars out there, second year <laughs> tight end could be of- a bust. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, literally two years ago, if you said <laughs> Pat Fryer move, everybody would have been like, "You're just making up yeah, names." That, that's point. a made-up name. That's yeah. never been a name in the in the history of the world. Sounds Kenny like- Pickett's got some small ass hands. <laughs> <laughs> just going on the Steelers the whole time. Actually, that's a good transition. I got a for my take. All right. I don't know if I, I, yeah, why not? It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, let's hear it again. Give me a take, hey, give me a take. I want to hear a take from Tarnation. Song's so catchy. Yeah. Thank you for making that, Noah. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was a, it was, yeah, definitely collaboration. I definitely uh, helped with recording it, but. um, Becky was in on that too. Becky was in on that. Troy was in the song lab just tearing through paper, (laughs) just writing these, writing those lyrics. Yeah. So he. uh, Also, thank you, Kit Kat, for the tune. Yeah, I don't know if we like need to pay royalties on that or anything. But. I don't think so, but we'll check that out. I think they need to pay us for making them relevant again. Yeah, you know how many Ooh. people listen to this show and don't know why, but after they need to buy a Kit Kat, yeah, 
Yeah. And they only Kit eat. Kit Kat sales going through the roof. Yeah. Which one do you eat first, the right or left? <laughs> World may never There's know. There's four. <laughs> You're thinking Twix. Brought to you by Kit Kat. <laughs> we know our candy. <laughs> Tutter Nation, we know our candy. All right. <laughs> Any, anyways, yeah, Noah. All right, my it. take. So, uh, which one do you eat first? <laughs> um, I was gonna say. All right, okay. Yeah, my take. Okay. My take is Pat about Pat Fryermuth is gonna win MVP. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. That's that's like the you're not Hands gonna make down, much money yeah. on that bet. Everyone everyone's taking that. <laughs> um, my my bet is about uh, Kenny Pickett. Right. Uh, he hasn't been named the starter yet. In fact, I think that it's it's leaning towards Mitch Trubisky to start the season. But I saw him play in a preseason game. I thought he looked solid. I know the Steelers are, are well coached. I know they always make the playoffs. They always finish with a winning season. All those things considered, I'm saying Kenny Pickett is the rookie of the year this year. Oh. Ooh. Oh. That's spicy. That is spicy. Caliente. There's some good. There's some good QBs that kind of flew into the radar. I mean, he went in the first round, so I mean, he's got the hype to live up to. I think Desmond Ritter looks pretty good. I don't know if he'll get a shot to start or anything. Um, he's the Atlanta. Yeah. 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 I know Kyle Trask had a good preseason game, but uh, Kenny Pickett. I mean, quarterbacks definitely get the nod in a lot of awards. I think that works in his favor too, and we're going to see him as the the 2023 season technically, or is it? 2022 Two. 2023 season yeah. okay yeah rookie of the year wow that's Thanks. big that's big i feel like i would expect it to be because there was a bunch of wide receivers taking this draft right oh yeah you could yeah. I feel like it would probably wind up being a wide receiver you got drake but, london you got garrett wilson you got a ton of wide receivers yeah yeah you got drake london chris olave mm-hmm. yeah there was a ton of wide receivers taking this draft yeah no, it was super receiver heavy and it was pretty uh I feel like a lot of offensive linemen were taken as well. So yeah. Maybe that's why it just didn't feel like a, a crazy draft. Because you didn't really get it like any QBs, you know? That, right. that, that, what, what that was, was the it? biggest Kenny Pickett? Pickett. Kenny Pickett, um, Desmond Ritter. Desmond Kenny Pickett, Ritter. Desmond Ritter, Malik Willis. Yeah. Kyle Trask. Uh, Malik Willis. Kyle Trask was Oh, sorry, not Kyle year. Trask. My bad, my bad. I meant uh, Sam Howell. That's who I was talking Sam about. Yeah, I was going to say. I was like, Kyle Trask actually had a pretty bad my game. My bad. I, don't, I think they look kind of similar. So Sam Howell is who I was talking about. Yeah, they're about. both white. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's other. There's somebody else too, but um, oh, oh yeah, was, I mean Pickett was Matt, the only Matt one Corral. taken in the first round. Matt Corral. There we go. Yeah. Who do you yeah. guys think is the winner of the offseason? Who do you think got better? Mm. Who do you think from the end of last season to the start of this season? Who made the biggest jump? from the off-season stuff, from the draft and from free agency? I mean, I got I to gotta look at the last two years and see what the last two Super Bowl winning teams have in common. They were a solid team that plugged in a good quarterback and they won a Super Bowl. Don't say this to yourself. Don't don't say what you're about to say. I don't want to do don't it. Don't do it to yourself. I don't want to do it. We're holding, do we're it holding this team's draft pick. I want them to do terribly. But the Denver Broncos, mm. they're a good team. Mm. They just they're plugging in a solid QB. I saw it work for the last two years. I can't help but feel like it's gonna make them a better team and give them a big leap this year. Mm. I like that. I actually don't like that at all. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the fact that yeah, I mean we already talked about it, but yeah, this thing in the AFC West, man. Like I I wish that these teams weren't doing as well as they are now because of the fact that like yeah it's more competition for the chiefs but yeah like i feel like as i look at every team i see a lot of like teams that added and teams that you know teams that added but they also gave up something in the process one team that i look at where i'm like okay they just didn't really give up anything and they just added some monsters is the chargers Mm. like we like we were talking about earlier you know they already have joey bosa they add khalil mack they add jc jackson they already had a stacked offense like i just i'm i'm excited for week two because that's chiefs chargers 
And I feel like those are going to be the top two teams in that division. Um, but I also really hate that I have to say that the Chargers won the offseason. That's why, a good one. Why don't you have to? Why don't you ask David Carr if those are the top two teams in the division? <laughs> um, I'm gonna go outside of AFC West because Ooh. I don't feel like they deserve three uh, teams there. Right. Um, yeah. I'm gonna go with a team that I thought had one of the best drafts, and also a team that was bitten by the injury bug last year oh. and should have been better than they were last year. This is interesting. So I'm going to go Come with on. the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. I think they made oh, wow. a huge jump. And I and, and part of that jump, I think, is from the draft. I think they drafted extremely well. They added some receivers that I think are going to help out. They added some defenders that are going to help out with their team. Um, but I also think that they were so injury-ridden last year their entire running back squat. Like I usually on fantasy stack up on a couple Ravens running backs because they use them like candy. They're just switching them in and out all the <laughs> all the time. But like, I want to say like their top four running backs, like all had like season ending injuries. Lamb Jack only played like half the season. Like he kept going in and out too. He pooped his pants on the sideline. There was a lot of things that were going on. Where, you know, that this team was just like not really and Harbaugh's such a great coach. I just feel like they are going to uh record wise make a super huge jump. And it might not even be because they're added like extreme players that are gonna help them out that weren't there last year, but I think that they're not gonna be as injured. And I think they're a really good team. And I think Lamar Jackson, former MVP, is gonna show that he's actually really good and he's gonna get paid. I like that. And they're adding Maybe the probably the best, actually definitely the best tight end in the draft in my opinion, to go opposite Mark Andrews. I don't know if you guys have seen uh, Isaiah Likely at yeah, all in yeah. preseason stuff. He's Dude, great, monster. He's so great. I can't wait to see that. Yeah, I think I honestly think yeah. that they're going to be. I think the Bengals are going to re- regress this year just because. How do you not? Do yeah. Right, unless they go back to Super Bowl, they're going to regress this year. So I think they're going to regress this year. I think that the Steelers are going to be not what they usually are. I personally believe that they're not going to go to the playoffs. I think this will be the first year that Tomlin goes under 500. And I think that the Ravens are going to be the top of the AFC North. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Gosh, we'll have to bring Tomlin back in for an interview on that. (laughs) Yeah, we do. Yeah. There were a lot of takes in that, man. And I feel like the spiciest one was the Steelers going under 500. That's, that's crazy, man. It's crazy, but it's like never, it's literally never happened. It's never happened under Tomlin, but but last year it almost happened. They were close. They That's were close. Sure. It was what the the tie saved them, right? Like they would have been under five hundred, but they tied. <laughs> I feel like true. they were eight eight. And they eight. were also playing with weren't the, they eight eight one with the quarterback who <laughs> they no they weren't they playing yeah, with I mean, quarterback yeah. who has the agility of a tree. They were, but but he also is Big Ben. He's Big Ben. Like people forget. Like people like to make fun of Big Ben for using a walking boot and a neck brace and a a arm (laughs) sling after every game. But the the thing that people don't realize about Big Ben is he is a Super Bowl champion. Should have had two, right? Did they have two? They did have two. He should have had three. Yeah. They lost to the Packers. Like he's a dude that was always in the Super Bowl. He was like, regardless of how his physical abilities were at the end, he still had the mind of a one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. I think I think losing that, losing that type of leader in the locker room is going to be big for them. And if Kenny Pickett is their answer, Mr. Small Hands himself. Yes, sir. He has to wear two gloves because he can't hold on to the football. <laughs> Do you see that? I didn't know that. <laughs> Ridiculous. He has the smallest hands in the NFL. They did a thing. He has literally the smallest hands in the NFL. That's hilarious. Think about how many fumbles that's going to be. Have you seen uh, Joe Burrow respond to this kind of thing? Because Joe Burrow has not like that big of hands either. He like tweeted out like, like I don't know how I'm going to play this season, considering the fact that the ball is going to be <laughs> flying out of my tiny hands all year. <laughs> That's great. But speaking of Big Ben, really quick, I don't know. Have you guys? You guys are familiar with like those great, those like classic movies, and then they come out with like a sequel, and it kind of ruins the whole franchise. Yeah, I kind of feel like that was what the Steelers Chiefs game was like. In the last, the the, the first in the playoff game, yeah, where uh, you had this amazing exit for Big Ben, and it was tears, 
and Ben was like, "This is probably it." You know, some crazy stuff has to happen for us to continue. So and then crazy stuff ride. happened. And then crazy stuff happened. And, they and then it was one of the worst games <laughs> you, you've ever seen Big Ben playing against the Chiefs. Oh and yeah, it dude, kept, it was so bad. It was. I looked at the score like multiple times, and like I think I stopped looking at the score when it was like forty to zero or something. Oh, like, it was bad. It was bad. Not zero. I think they had a couple points, but it was bad. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of happy about it, but yeah, I mean, when it's it your was, team, it was bad football. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, you kind of you're like, oh, I'm glad this is. But even when you're when even when it's your team and you're watching that type of game, like it's not a good game. You're just like, oh, yeah. like that that weight's lifted off my shoulders. Like at, <laughs> after like ten minutes in the first quarter, <laughs> and you're like, oh, this is gonna yeah. be great. You know, yeah. you're almost hoping for a little bit of a comeback so that it'll be like a little entertaining. Little interesting, but yeah, I definitely preferred the Bills Chiefs game last year oh. just because. Uh, you want good football, you know? Might be the best Even if you're going to lose. Yeah. I honestly believe if I was coaching the Bills for the last couple drives, we would have won. And I say we as because I would have been coaching the Bills. The what fact, would you have done differently? At the end? Yeah. Pass interference every play. Until they scored a touchdown, like <laughs> if you take you just a, don't let them catch the ball. Don't don't even let the receivers run at all. <laughs> Tackle them straight away to the ground, and because time's gonna run off the clock. That's the thing. Time would run off the clock. Like they had to go all the way down the field. They just did it twice or whatever. It's like yo. Tackle Tyreek Hill right off the back. That's a five yard penalty. It's not even if you tackle them right at the line of scrimmage, it would have been five yards. Four or five seconds would have went off the clock. That's the game. Do that yeah. twice, dude. Take the five penalty and then play one play of defense and prevent and and shut it down and then the the game's over. That's what I would have done. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you weren't the coach of the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> Christian, did you give a take? Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, man. My take is uh, Jacoby Brissett. He's uh, gonna win more games as a starter than he'll lose because he's uh, filling in for. The Browns. Yeah, that means he has to go six, six and five. Is, uh, yeah. Yeah, because it's going to be 11 games. So six he's going to go at least six and five. At least. Six and five. That's, that's pretty tough. Yeah. I mean, like we talked about, though, they got a pretty favorable schedule in the front. So All right, what happens if he gets injured? It'll be happening. Uh, what if, if he's if like. If he gets injured, then I get the take wrong. I mean, no, if he gets injured. But he still, he has, take his, still has a winning record? Yeah, the take is Jacoby Brissett will have more wins than losses as the Browns starter. With Deshaun. So if 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 he gets injured after like four games, but he's three and one, then you get the take. Dude, if he gets injured week two and he's but he wins one and oh. <laughs> let's say he gets injured in practice after week one. Yeah. Then I still get my take. Okay. Okay. He has he to have a losing now. record. Yeah. I worded that very carefully. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so Noah called the person that he's that's going to win rookie of the year. I called the Super Bowl matchup and and you just have to be 6 and 5. I mean, it's only week <laughs> 1, kidding. man. I'm just kidding. It's only I'm week 1. Kidding. Hey, I have to give Takes McGee a hard time because I want uh, the coveted title. Uh that's a good take, Takes McGee, yeah, I'm sure. You know what? Yeah, man. Okay, next week I'll come in with some spicier takes. I've I've heard it before. Yeah, it takes know? McGee just trying to pat the takes st- aren't spicy. Take enough. takes McGee trying to pat the stats. There he is, <laughs> <laughs> and he's out. <laughs> and we out. <laughs> we out. Uh, uh, just end it we can just end it right here. That's true. We have all right. Father <laughs> just left. We're gonna end this episode. We're done talking. Takes McGee's out. Um, hey, that was this was great. Next week, episode two, stay tuned, download it, share it, get the news out there. We're trying to blow this up, trying to get paid and do this full time, all right? Yes, sir. Let's go. This is Tutter Nation. We out.